Hi, I'm Marta Carlucci, and this is Real. Inclusion isn't easy or well understood. That's why on this show, we invite families and adults who are intentionally exploring how to create regular, equitable, and authentic lives in their cities and neighborhoods. We want to strip down the barriers and unhinge the myths about the contributions our family members make to your community. Through storytelling and reflection, we encourage families to be the change that is needed to ensure their family member is a fully included, valued, and contributing member of society. Are there success stories we can learn from? Come, be brave with us and explore the endless possibilities. Let's start off by asking our speakers why they have agreed to join us today and talk about their experience as a family member. Heather, let's start with you. Why are you here? I'm here because I was lucky enough to have parents coming up ahead of me that shared their wisdom and their activism. And I want to be able to offer that same experience to more people because it made such a huge difference in what my child, my grown child's life looks like now. Mandy, why are you here? Hmm. I'm here so that my child can have a regular, equitable, and authentic life. I've uh, been given messaging kind of when she was uh, born that that might not be possible. And coming together with you folks and meeting other people that have this the same thought process that it is real it, it can happen and um, I m- my challenge is to to help my child get there and and lay the foundation for them to uh, live just a regular old life just like you and me and everybody else and do the things that uh, he wants to do and and uh, flourish Sandy, you can go ahead now. I've believed in inclusion for a long time, practically since Stephanie was born. There was a lot of advocacy involved because she went through the school system before inclusion was accepted. Um, But we had to advocate a lot for her to be in a regular class, and she always was. And um, she went on to university and um, went there for five years. She's held a job for 12 years. She's got married. And looking back, I think uh, it was the most incredible experience for her as well as for me um, to see how she flourished and blossomed. I made a promise to her the second day of her life, actually, that I would make sure she 
didn't experience it and would always be included. Tamara. I'm not entirely sure I know why I'm here at the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Because you're so wise. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, right. (laughs) Fortunately. (laughs) But um, I know I'm I'm with this group. And that is because um, it all ties into answering the question, how did you know early about inclusion, whatever that inclusion at that moment looked like? And um, having twins, it's really in your face right off the bat, right before even birth, because you're given the option of um, and encouraged to abort one of two fetuses you're carrying. So you're, you know, off the, off the mark, you're dealing with um, what is different between these two individuals. Why I'm with this group is because um, whereas one daughter can access just about anything she wants, whether she's going to be successful at it or not, she is always given the opportunity and invited to try to join something or do something or, you know, uh, be a friend or whatever, whereas um, the other daughter does not. And it's obvious to me that what I need to do is change the systems that surround our kids that exclude one or put up barriers so that it isn't possibly difficult to be um, engaged and involved in the, exactly the same things that all the other kids are involved in. And um, I, I guess um, I want to be fully part of this process of parents, mothers <laughs> doing this. So that's why I'm here at the podcast. But I think Heather's um, comment about having uh, other people, allies, that can share their experiences is critical, both for just the technicalities of figuring it out, as much as um, the moral and uh, emotional support that you need when you hit those really severe bumps in the road. I couldn't agree more. In my situation, I didn't have anybody that I knew or that I could turn to. And um, in the early years, we didn't really realize that there was anything wrong except for, you know, some some concerns and so for for us it was sort of a gradual thing but when we received the diagnosis it was like everything changed but it didn't change for us and our daughter didn't change but all the the reactions and and everything else changed um and so the only thing I really had for me was my gut and so I you know I remember so many situations where they had low expectations for her and I'm like but you know that's not true like I know that's not true in my gut but it was hard I was on my own and I I was you know led to you know believe in authority and that everybody was doing the best thing that they could do and they knew the answers and this is the you know this is the journey you have to take and go down and um, this is the these are the programs you want to take and these are the activities you should you, you should enroll your daughter into and so I didn't have that until later on when um, I started really listening to my gut 
and um, and going and meeting other parents and then re- and, and actually uh, meeting people with lived experiences adults and seeing like their, that their future was completely different than what I what I was I was told and I, I actually saw that there there was this incredible all these possibilities for them but it was absolutely Tamara it was it was when I finally met those people and was able to um, learn more and see possibilities and even if I didn't sort of know it was true to have people to ask those critical questions with and um, and keep on working towards it it's really interesting so we all have very we've had very different experiences to get here to where we are today and I can just add to that uh, piece that you said about the mentorship of families that have uh, children older than your own because for me I I have a younger child my child is 11 and I have been so lucky to be able to have had these conversations with uh, many of you about what life could be like for my child whereas parents of children the same age as my own we aren't having these conversations about what a real life could look like and it's because we're not exposed to it unless you find people like us right and that you can have these conversations and and me as a younger parent can be mentored and supported by the rest of us in this group and and to and to really stretch the boundaries of what is kind of been told to us as acceptable and knowing that seeing the journey that you folks have all been on and knowing that there is something different and that it, it isn't just the norm that you're told about in school and and in the the programs that you access for your child um, that there is there's way more out there than just that well that's a wrap folks thanks so much for joining us if you liked what you heard give us a like or subscribe so that you never miss a future podcast from families supporting regular, equitable, and authentic lives. Thanks for joining us and being brave.